Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're the one listening who's the nerd. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. This is Mr. Pold, and I am here with Saint Jimmy and Vitty. Delightful. Groove is in the heart on this show. That's well, I've right. Got blood in mine. Ooh. <laughs> TMI. Our fake sponsor this week are the time travel trousers. Keep it in your pants so you don't affect the timeline. Or become your own grandpa. Yeah, like <laughs> like Fry. Fry and Futurama had to. <laughs> All right. Um, so we had a fun weekend last weekend. Oh, yeah? So we drove down to this pumpkin patch that we heard about that was supposedly good. And we, get, we take the exit off the freeway, and there's two lanes that you can turn left from off the freeway exit. Yes. Oh, yes. And there's a sign I'd never seen anywhere before, but it said, don't change lanes during turn. And I'm like, duh, <laughs> why would you do that? And so what does the car in front of us do? They change lanes in the middle of the turn. Scofflaws. And they didn't even need to be in that lane right away. Like, they went at least a mile down the road before they turned. Hmm. It was just like, did they not mean to change lanes or... Like, are they oblivious or, I don't know. I was like, and it's dangerous because there was people in the other lane. Just bad driver. Yeah. Obli- yeah, bad driver, I guess, either way. Was they driving a Prius? No, I think it was like an 80-something Toyota pickup. Oh. <clears throat> was it like a boy pickup or a girl pickup? Boy. <laughs> so it's Russian. What? <laughs> you guys have lost me. <laughs> well, that's the problem with, uh, and DVD can probably relate to this. You have trains of thought in your head, and got bullet trains in mind. You catch a glimpse, and you have no idea what was before, or after it. But. <laughs> this moment in my brain just came out of my mouth, <sighs> just like my water did. 
So we went to the pumpkin patch, and their gimmick was, oh, you pay $5 to park, but there's no entrance fee per person. What they didn't tell you is that you had to buy tokens to do anything in there. Oh. And so you end up spending another, like, 30 bucks just so you can do all the activities there. And then you finally get to the end where you buy your pumpkin, and that was fine. Where does a pirate go in October? Um, Pumpkin patch. Because, okay. you know, wearing a patch over yes, his eye. I get it. Oh. One, I should have said one-eyed pirate. You should have. <laughs> yeah. I think you make a pretty good patch out of a pumpkin. <clears throat> that kind of reminds me, Some this is another uh, instance of my brain jumping tracks. I was <laughs> riding Derailing, with my kids. I'd say. Yeah. Riding with my kids the other day, and I had an old CD in the CD changer playing a song, and a Third Eye Blind song came up, and I said, I think this is Third Eye Blind. And my kids are like, but Dad, you don't have a third eye. <laughs> sure, shocker. They didn't catch that I was trying to tell them the name or the oh. artist. They thought I was talking about my third eye being blind. Weird. Oh. Anyway. Kooky. Altogether ooky. Mysterious and spooky. <laughs> You're a weird guy, Ace. Anyways, after that, we went down and stayed with Master Zed and Charlie. They opened their home to us and our three crazy kids and entertained us and fed us and Ooh, did you play you Doctor Who Risk? No, but we <laughs> we brought our Carcassonne game. Oh, that's a fun game. And played it with them and Charlie won. Hmm. I had to do some devious things to keep up with her, but she ended up beating me by several points. Well, that game is like geared toward making you want to do devious things in order to win. Yeah, and when I <clears> play it with just Mrs. Jimmy, I usually end up getting in trouble. Hmm. <laughs> but, uh, for being devious. But Yeah. That's why when my wife and I played board games, we'd make an agreement beforehand that any argument started during the board game would um, evaporate after the game's over. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well... That's just how you play it. So I was like, <laughs> we were trying to figure out how to pronounce the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Because I remembered it was a German game. Mm. So yeah, I was like, how would you say that year. in German? And so we looked it up and it turns out it's a French word. Yeah, it's based on a think, French city. I was kind of thinking it sounded like a French word. Yeah. So however you say that French word with a German accent. <laughs> Carcassonne. That's not in Spanish. Yeah, it did. Carcassonne. You don't pronounce the last couple letters. Oh. That's how French works. They're Carcassonne. Carcassonne. It's called Carc. And actually. you do the little oh, 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 oh. Carcassonne. That's how you say this it. This is very <laughs> reminiscent of the conversation we had at Master's Edge's <laughs> house. Weird. And he <clears throat> let me watch the college football game at his place even though nice of him. it wasn't his team mm. I watched it it was a decent game I was hoping we would like defense? beat them more handily handily but we did win yes beat us more handily 11, 11 points so that was sufficient 11. Um, let's see this week's game's on Friday yes which is tomorrow 
And it's on Check your local or a couple days ago CBS when you Sports to this. Network, which nobody <laughs> has. Anyways, so I'll be watching it on the computer somehow. I Magically. thought CBS only played like Cubs games. Why? Because of the word letters in the name. Oh, what about <laughs> Baltimore and San Diego? Um, what? What does that have to do with anything? CBS has a B and an S in it. Oh, but it if you just add a U, it spells out Cubs. Oh. Yeah. Or the Cabs. Is there a team called the Cabs? The Cavaliers. <laughs> the Cavaliers. Good one. Uh, <laughs> now you got me coughing. Great. Sorry. sorry. What are you Canadian? Siri. Eh? Speaking of Siri, have you seen the new yes. iPhone doesn't have a headphone jack? Yeah, I've heard of that. It's Bluetooth. So there's a there's a YouTube video of a guy showing how to install one one. so Mm. he just took one and drilled a hole in the bottom (laughs) of it and then showed that the headphone jack fit in it oh no and oh my gosh people actually did it like oh a lot of people because they're iphone users i mean (laughs) i was laughing so hard (laughs) oh man oh boy uh speaking of smartphones so we did figure out that you can on your phone, go through our website, go to a- click through our site to go to Amazon, and then make a shortcut icon on your phone's home screen hmm. that takes you to Amazon through our site. Wow. So we did it on an Android phone and an iPhone. Oh, cool. Master Zed and Charlie helped us figure it out. <clears throat> Thanks, guys. Yeah, so that's doable. You can support the show from your phone. What will they think of next? I was doing that already because I sat on my phone. It was supporting me. Oh. <laughs> Good call. So I was looking through some of my old um, papers and things today. And I came across my journal that I kept sporadically in high school. And <laughs> this shows how dorky I was. I had an entry in there about CNC Music Factory breaking up. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, you go back and, and I named the, I named them. Are you entries? Huh? No, he knew the names. <laughs> oh, of the I knew the names of the people in the. Dear dear diary, <laughs> wanna tell my secrets? Because you go back and look at mine from high school, it reads kind of like a I don't know soap opera almost with all the <laughs> drama happening in my Mine's life. Mine's more like a Tom Clancy novel. Oh yeah. No, I didn't keep one. Long. <laughs> yeah. No, I did. I actually didn't. Written by no. Do a journal. I, there's one entry where I calculated how much free time I had during the day. <laughs> oh my to account all my That was a lot different than what I was writing. Extracurriculars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Um, oh, there was something else I found. Well, there's one I'm going to save for Nerd Cred, but... Um, oh, shoot. You should have saved all of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Well, I found a bunch of my old school papers and stuff. Paper. Have you ever seen paper? Look at all the paper. <laughs> well, I... You're a real nerd if you know where that movie's from. Have you ever seen so much paper? <laughs> Mrs. Jimmy hates that. Does she? Yes. It's so funny. It's one of our. I do. No one understands what I'm doing, and I still do it. It makes me laugh. Yeah. Most of my homework Let us know was, if you know what that's was from. done on graph paper. Oh. 
Yeah, I did that in college. Have you seen so much graph paper? Let's go on to nerdiculture. All right. <clears throat> we'll see how far we can take this topic. I don't even know what the topic is. I know, because I didn't update the show it's a notes. a surprise topic. I thought we'd talk about perception. Uh, topic. What? Perception? All right, that was nerdiculture. <laughs> for, okay, so for example, when I came into the studio today, I was wearing an article of clothing. That I what? don't usually wear. What, an only one? I'm wearing a straw hat. Un sombrero. <laughs> I haven't taken it off yet. I know I was... What was the... your perception of me when I walked in? Howdy, partner. I thought you'd gone hick. <laughs> um, you're running for some kind of political office in the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't have the so, blue and white banner around it. Oh, dang. So, while digging through my stuff, I found this hat. And uh, it was raining, so... I thought I'd wear it here to keep the rain off of me, oh. and it worked really well. Well, it's not raining in the studio. And I think... Yet. <laughs> so my perception was, hey, this hat's pretty cool. I think I look cool in it. What do you guys think? Well, when you get out of a truck like you do. No comment. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that looks fine. Okay. All right. I think I look weird in a wide-brim hat, but... I try not to judge. Self-perception. Well, this is one of the it's things off. I've been thinking about a lot is our perception of the world is based on our senses yeah, as well as our, our sensibilities. Yeah, and our preconceived notions. <laughs> senses and sensibilities. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so or your brain is people. inside your skull, right? What? Most of it. Mine's in my heart. It's, <laughs> it's only... Um, Link to the outside world is your eyeballs, your ears. Your, All three of your eyeballs? Your senses. <laughs> your tongue. Well, my third eye is blind. So. nose. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those senses, it's been shown, are easy to fool. 
Yes, that's why optical illusions work. Fooled you. So, and there's been a lot of, you know, scientists trying to research this kind of stuff. Some people think they're cool. How how do you know what you're perceiving is the same as what everyone else is perceiving? You can't. How do I know what I think is red is the same as red for you? We don't know. But we both think it's the bad color. A la The Village. <laughs> the Shyamalama movie? There's a new one of those coming out. Shyamalama a new Village movie? No. The village 2. No, Villager. A new Shyamalama. Town. Village Harder. A new Shyamalama one. <laughs> oh. Looks scary. Okay. The thriller. So, and... Nightmare on Elm Street 2? <coughs> no, it's called... Um, <laughs> What's it called? There's probably already a two. Yeah. There's <laughs> like a 15. 22. 22? Is that where he has a gun? I don't know. <laughs> the reboot. DOS boot? So a lot of times our perceptions can be um, colored by what we think other people's motives are. Oh, yes. And so we Especially might on Twitter. perceive somebody, perceive that somebody is doing things purposely to obstruct us or things and maybe in their mind they're trying to help or <laughs> I don't know I just thought I just think it's interesting yeah. to think about it's yeah it's interesting uh, try not to read too much into other people especially in writing where you don't have all your senses all you have is Oh, your right. Brain minus all your senses. Oh, you, like you get a text and you're not sure what the tone is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've got emoticons. That I was I always think of maniacally laughing while they're saying it. That's how I read everything. Oh, you don't picture them saying it in like a like a helium fueled <laughs> Mickey Mouse voice, Pee Wee Herman voice. Oh, I might now though. <laughs> well, if it's in all caps, I it's like they're yelling while they're right? naked. Unless they. It, what if it's in all lowercase? Is that well, like whispering? If like, it's all caps, that means you might be might not be yelling. Might just be a drafter. What like, if get some milk tonight? Every other character is capital, capital, <laughs> capitable. Then they're what language are you speaking? <laughs> they're having a psychotic break. They're purposely trying to make it hard to read. Well, that would be hard to type, also, unless you it had some be. kind of program that automatically did it for you. So I went to M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> website, and it's the old, it shows a creepy picture of a house with a crow on the fence. It's a big crow. Well, it's, it's perspective. Oh, okay. The house is on the background. <laughs> well, my perspective. It's scary. And it's, it's a huge Maybe crow. it's your web browser. It says enter site, and you click on it, and it gives you a 404 error. Maybe it's a, your browser. <clears throat> Try a different browser. Okay, I'll go to the other browser. This I'll is funny. browse over there. What you didn't know is the website was dead the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Oh, that's some funny stuff right there. Oh, so much to tell them. Your website's broken. Listening to our website, our podcast. Mr. Knight Shyamalan. What does M stand for? Michael. Michelle. Maybe it's some Indian name. Is he Indian? Yeah. He's from Mahe, India. Is he? That's what it says. On what? No, Wikipedia? not is he. M. Night Shyamalan. 
I don't know where Izzy's from. <laughs> no, wait Minaj. 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 They have him as an actor, but doesn't only act in his own movies? Hey, he's only got two eyes. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. He's not a very good potato at all. I bet if you had three eyes, you'd have a different perception of the world. No, I know what your third eye is, right? Um, it's in the back of my your head. liver. I don't There's know no what you think your eye? third eye is. We're gonna find the one out. word movie. <laughs> Remember the we were gonna do a trailer for the Fifth Sense it's called we Split. Did one. Split. We? I think it was yeah, called. Yeah, we put it on one of our earlier episodes. It's oh, okay. called Split. What the heck was that? <clears throat> it's Split. It wants you to maintain your focus. Why? Split. What? <laughs> it's called Split. What movie? Split. I thought you were quoting a uh, nice Shyamalan movie. Oh. <laughs> it's I thought you were guy, quoting the song from a uh, guy kidnaps called? these three teenage girls and puts them in this creepy basement room, but it looks like there's a long like utility hallway leading to it, and the guy's got like 27 split personalities. Oh, and it then looks like there's a monster that he's preparing the girls to feed. It appears he is only an actor in his own movies. Yes. Mm. That's a good way to become an actor. <laughs> yeah, become a producer and then <laughs> cast yourself. And write a well, Alfred Hitchcock always had a cameo in each of his movies, right? Yeah, so does... Um, um, what's his name? I totally Stanley. The comic book guy. Yeah, Stanley. Stanley. Stanley Stan Yelnitz. No, wait, that's the holes. Stan Lee. There you go. Stanley Lee. <coughs> Stanley Lee Stan. Leaston. <gasps> is Stan's My comic book is coming in next week. Yes. My comic book's coming in. I'm excited. I'm so excited. How old is he? 90? 93. Wow. He's That's older than me. He's old. Stanley Martin Lieber. Oh, interesting. So he... His, uh... Pseudonym is Stan Lee. Wait, he's not Chinese? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, Color me not that I know of. He doesn't resemble a Chinese person. He could. Um, I Sometimes I try to think, like, what my greatest fear is. Like, some people are really afraid of snakes or spiders <laughs> or something, but mine would be that my perception of reality is very far off from the truth. Hmm. Like maybe I'm really crazy and like when I'm singing in church with the congregation, maybe I'm the only one that's actually singing <laughs> and I'm really just crazy. That sounds crazy. Well, that's almost as crazy that as you have to case. roll the window up on vacation when I was a teenager, when I was reading a novel because mm-hmm. our van didn't have air conditioning. So the window would be down. Sometimes I put the book away because I had this almost overpowering urge just to throw it out the window. <laughs> I was afraid I was going to do it. Hmm. Impulse control. That is crazy. I never did it, but I always had the thought. Hmm. Now I'm crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes so, think you think the whole world's a hologram and... I think my only like, and just... fear that actually has a physical, like, overpowering response 
to me is man-made heights. Because mm. I can logically say, yeah, this this structure I'm in is totally fine. It's not going to fall over. But it affects me physically. More than me. being yeah. like on a high precipice. Yes. Hmm. I remember one of my engineering teachers telling us that if you are walking in a building and the beam deflects that you can feel it, it might still be okay. Yes. But you're not getting your perception is oh, that yeah, it's not okay. Our, our structural engineering <laughs> professor said, um, you want to design things so people will go in them. <laughs> yes, if the concrete's cracked, it's probably totally fine. If right. the, it, there's too much deflection, yeah, it's probably it's going to be fine. But if people won't go in your building, you failed. <laughs> yeah. Also, you don't want your windows to crack. Oh, so I should design my house <clears throat> with like cracks. To keep and, people out of it? Yeah. So people like, uh, I don't want to go over to his house. <laughs> Maybe not. Mr. Polton and I went to this store yesterday. It's kind of a, I don't know, how would you call it? Chakra. Market. Yeah, neighborhood well, like hippie market thing. Neighborhood. Uh, I was looking at the floor and there's a lot bodega. of spots where the concrete, you know, they'd had Hipster a broken supermarket. Corner, right. And they had exposed concrete floors. And I was like, I wonder if they told the concrete guy that this was going to be exposed like this. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff, you know, you filled some areas where it was having cracking issues or something with some kind of filler and it looked bad. Usually if you put tile or you don't care. See, and I didn't, even, I didn't even notice the floor <laughs> when I was in there. So it is all to have to, have to do with our perception. It does. <laughs> of course, there's a lot of things I don't notice. I think I notice. I over notice things. I notice a lot of things, but then I don't remember them. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Because like people, some people are like hyper vigilant, where they notice everything, and then they, you know, it but it bugs them, or you know, they can recall it. But when I'm like walking to work or something, I notice a lot of things, but then I'm like, oh, that's weird. But I'm probably not going to remember that. So. So I've got like photographic memory, but with. Out my glasses on, <laughs> so, so I can always remember where on the page in my textbook the information is, mm-hmm. but I can't see it. It's like blurred out. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I do have bad vision, and you guys both don't. True. Well, I do have my third eye is blind. <laughs> Discuss that. My third eye Nothing. has astigmatism. <laughs> hey, my two eyes do. <laughs> uh. It's it's a burden having perfect vision. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I think with perception is when you're driving, um, I've noticed that people that are impatient drivers have a perception that every driver around them is a bad driver. Mm. What are you saying about me? <laughs> well, I'm not saying that every <laughs> impatient driver feels that way. I'm not saying okay. How, well, I don't think the people are bad that? drivers. I think they're just getting in my way and slowing down on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it seems like they're doing it intentionally. Like, oh, this guy's coming up fast on me. I'm going to slow down just to make it safer. To make him slow down, or I don't See, think they're really people's... scared. I think I think you're some not, of them might be. I really think most scared. of them are even paying attention. They don't even yeah, realize. Yeah, that's probably the case. What's <sighs> my perception? It's. Driving is an easy way to be hypocritical, I think. Do you guys ever drive oh. just to screw with people on purpose? No. No. But I hate no. driving with somebody Me neither. Me neither. that 
complains about like on the freeway they're complaining about people driving slow in the fast lane and then like five minutes later you notice somebody's behind them trying to get past and they're not <laughs> moving over mm-hmm. it's just like oh okay so you're oblivious and complaining isn't it ironic I don't think they're doing it ironically. <laughs> Is your other hand tailing a taxi cab over there? That's ironic. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> anyway, I perceptions are weird. Yeah. Well, there's I mean, so much processing going on in your brain, and then you're using, you know, you're recalling things. And it's been proven that your long-term memory is pretty fallible. Right. And each time you recall something and then re-remember it, I guess, Mm -hmm. you can be altering it. Right. So that's going to skew your perception. Yep. But you think your memory generally is realistic. Yeah, well, and you fill in gaps, too. Oh, just like uh, using frog DNA to fill in a dinosaur's dinosaur. Yep. Yeah, so your memory can change gender at any so moment. DNA. It can be interesting when you're <laughs> sitting around with your parents and siblings and start trying to remember things from when you were all kids. Yeah. And just see how different everyone's um, perception of that event is. And yeah. then sometimes you hear pieces of the story that you didn't know were there, like the time... Um, I was handed a uh, oh, this tin can with a scorpion <laughs> supposedly inside of it. And then Vidi tells me, oh, I saw the scorpion on the outside of the can when they handed it to you. Because <laughs> when I they handed it to me, I looked in the can and there was no scorpion I in the can. I thought you obviously saw it. <laughs> and then it stung me. It's fine. It wasn't a I didn't one. die. And then she bit me. Those ones we had there weren't poisonous Ouch, that bad. That didn't hurt. It's like a bee. <laughs> Yes, it did. <laughs> oh, there, 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 there they are. They're in the ignition. Ah, that's a good song. I haven't listened to that one in Talk a while. About derailed. Holy cow! <laughs> this is my job. You guys are taking my job. Well, we're both mildly sick, so. Yes. We... Oh, I see. I've been mildly sick for a month. Mm. Anyway, that's my perception. I mean, that's my that's nerdy culture. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks.
right, for technology, I got a couple things because I came up with one and researched it, and then I got a, a email on somebody that wanted to know about something technology. So I added that one on. So I'll start with the first one. The first one is about a company called Blue Origin that is going to, within the next few years, hopefully be offering uh, tickets on a ride where you can actually take go into orbit. For one billion dollars. Well, well, how much is it going to cost? First of all, they're going to offer suborbital flights that take you to the edge of space, mm-hmm. and those... They haven't come out and said, but those are suborbital orbital prices. Yeah. (laughs) Well, other companies that do the same thing cost between like 150 to 250 thousand dollars. Oh, that's not so. They're guessing it'll probably be in that range. (laughs) And then close to my house, um, their rockets and capsules are reusable. I can see the house I sold to come up here from here. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it's going to start off being for rich people but they're hoping with their reusable rockets and well, it's like the Tesla can model we, for can cars. we send uh, Hillary and Donald up there <laughs> <laughs> the next <laughs> debate will be in space <laughs> oh imagine his hair in zero gravity anyways um, but the people that fly on their suborbital flights will then have first dibs on doing the Spending orbital money for flights. another flight <laughs> When when that becomes available the next year. If you yell shotgun, do you get the front seat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you have to ride in the fuel tank. So they're currently doing uncrewed tests, just showing that unmanned tests and unwomaned <laughs> tests. Uncrewed. I've heard of crude. Never heard of uncrewed. <laughs> uncrewed. It's That's uncrewed crude oil. Opposite of crude. It's gasoline. <laughs> Anyways, uh... So the suborbital flights, you will. It's an eleven-minute tr- flight, and four minutes of that, you're weightless. Wow! So basically, you're falling at the same the speed as the capsule. How long do you have to wait, though? <laughs> uh, not sure. How long do you have to wait while you? But weightless? you'll be able to see the blackness of space and the curvature of the Earth. So what? That'll be cool. Oh, we should set up all the flat Earthers. Yeah. yeah. Can you see the blackness of space? Then maybe at they'll night? shut up. Yes, but this you can see it during the day. Um, these rockets are pretty big. They're taller than the Falcon and the Delta Four rockets. Size of everything. It's cool. Um, it's cold fuel. So hopefully, in the next like fifteen to twenty years, these might be trips that the average like middle-class person could save up for and, and do because the price will come down I don't think it's as it. they do it more. Can you bungee jump from there? <laughs> Ooh, that'd be cool. There's well, you'd be falling at the same speed as the capsule, so... Not, not real cool. All right. Um, my next topic is about this way to watch movies. It's a streaming service that's cheaper than Redbox. So what it's is it's called VidAngel, and the way it's set up is interesting. Um, they set it up so that you could watch movies that are edited for adult content. So their interface allows you when once you select the movie you want to watch, you can go through and tell it 
exactly what swear words you want to and don't want to hear. It'll tell you how many of each are in the movie. Let me scroll down so you guys can see this. Does um, it have an invert filter option? So you can turn regular words into <laughs> swear words? No. I think everything you just show the adult situations. Uh, that's called... Uh, <laughs> no, there are websites for that, too. <laughs> this is different. But you can tell it specifically which swear words you don't want to hear and cut out nudity or immodesty or... Or just female nudity. Yeah, you can have it show male nudity but not female nudity if you want, I guess. Um, <laughs> Who would even want to see that? I don't know. Ew. Um, and then you can also remove violent scenes. I um, can make some really short movies out of some movies. Or you can just watch the movie as released. So the way they can do this is when you set up your account, you basically put $20 in it. And when you select the movie you want to watch, you actually buy the movie. And then 24 hours later, you can sell it back to them. Hmm. So you own the movie for 24 That's hours. That's how they get around with yes, editing it. With editing it. Right. So, because you can edit a movie that you own. So you can keep it if you want to. You can. You can keep the movies and watch them whenever you want. So this is no, kind of like send you a disc, tape, or is this no? It's demand. streaming. Oh, okay. This is kind of like taping movies that are edited for television on right. VCR yes. back in the day. Yeah. Yes. So you you stream it. Um, it's a and then so when you sell it back, if you got the standard definition you sell it back for $19 so it basically it costs you $1 for one 24 hour rental hmm. and for high definition you end up paying $2 and uh, so what happens is you have your $20 in there you you buy the movie and then you sell it back and then they charge you the one or two dollars to get your account back up to 20 hmm. for the next time you're going to rent a movie and then whenever you want you can close your account out and get your twenty dollars back. Oh, so it's like a deposit. Yeah. Basically. So is it do that exactly, automatically I mean. and then twenty four hours automatically sells it back? So yeah, you can you can turn that automatic sell back on and off. So you can do it manually or you can have it do it automatically. So comparing that to other streaming services, um on Voodoo the rentals are between four and seven dollars, and on Redbox they're between a dollar thirty nine and two dollars. Well, for standard definition, but standard <laughs> definition, that would be VHS. Or are they talking standard definition is non Blu ray? Not that's non Blu ray, like a DVD. Standard definition now means DVD. <clears throat> High definition means Blu ray. They shouldn't do that. Or it means four eighty p versus ten eighty p. 720, I think, on DVDs, isn't it? And no, on uh, on Amazon, I know the rentals range from anywhere from like two to six dollars. Um, yeah, it says even if you don't use any filters, this is still a more affordable option. Right. So, yeah, this was originally started in Utah, where it was geared towards like religious people that wanted to see movies, but edit them because they don't want to watch that stuff. Um, so, yeah. Do they have, like, an Amish version so they don't show any, like, electronics? 
(laughs) (laughs) It's a cardboard box (laughs) with like a drawing on it. (laughs) I I, I guess they don't watch movies. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to turn back and you can just cut him out of all the scenes that he's in? Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> oh, boy. It's just a black outline where he was. <laughs> they just put a cartoon. So, do they have a list in? of all the movies they have? Yeah, that's the one thing is they don't have all the movies yet. What? They only have PG movies. But, no, they're, just <laughs> but they're adding movies all the time. So, on this screen, it has the most popular, and there's. I'll just read them. There's ten, uh, 12 of them here. There's. Uh, the Maze Runner 2, Ant-Man, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Minions. I'll, I don't know why you would want to edit that. <laughs> but, but you can watch it unedited. This is, you know. Oh, the Man from Uncle. Pan, Uncle. The Man from Uncle, Jurassic World, Inside Out, American Sniper, uh, War Room, Fantastic Four. Although I don't know why you would want to watch that. <laughs> that is not bad. And Sicario. I'm just teasing you. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, there's quite a few movies. They're adding new ones all the time. And I think you can get TV shows also. Maybe that's coming or it might, might be out already. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, that, that was, uh, requested by Rachel via email. So if, you have a topic you would like me to discuss on future technologies, send me an email at engineerdyshow at gmail.com or you can tweet it at engineerdyshow and hey, I'll get it. Same for nerdicultures. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can also comment, leave a comment on our website. We get those. Um, if you know me, you can just call me up, I guess. Although... If you're not in my contacts list, I won't answer the phone. Oh, so text him. Text me, yeah. All right, that's Technergy. Yeah. There's still, of course, an air force in my peaceful sky. Now the news. So there is a creepy fad going around the country, and people are actually getting arrested for participating in this, where people are dressing up as clowns, creepy clowns, and doing things that are trying to scare um, children. 
There's also clowns dressing up as politicians and running the project. <laughs> and trying to scare people in the debates. Yeah. Oh, man. My opponent this? will yeah. kill all old people. Mrs. Jimmy's been looking into it. Because I've heard that there have been clown sightings around here. Yes, my son was telling me about that right before we came here. About his one of the middle schools in town has had people report signs or sightings. Wow. Um, Maybe it's Pennywise. Maybe. Maybe. We can only hope. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> what's happening is, I mean, there's kids reporting seeing clowns, like, in the in a forest that are trying to lure them into the forest. It's like, what kind of stupid kid do you have to be to lured into a forest by a clown? <laughs> um, there's a, a guy that was arrested for chasing kids in a clown outfit. He had a bat. He was chasing kids around. Wow. Um there was a clown guy just as a clown tried to snatch a toddler from his mother's arms in one place. Holy cow. There has been people arrested for um, yeah. mischief wearing clown costumes. I don't think anyone's been hurt or anything. How yet, would you but... like to be on that jury? Sounds like profiling. <laughs> I bet real clowns are really mad right yeah, now. Yeah, probably upset. Stephen King actually tweeted about it. Oh yeah? What did he say? Huh. He's saying that people need to calm down with the the clown hoaxes because clowns should be for children's enjoyment and you don't need to be scaring children this way. Yeah, or writing books about yeah, scary same clowns. Same thing about uh, St. Bernard's. <laughs> yeah, those aren't children's books. That's writing like a pictorial version of Cujo. And fans of writers. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you see a Pet clown... Pet cemetery your... should be friendly places. <laughs> Don't bury your dead kid there. Do you think uh, Batman has anything to do with it? That's what we should do is we start dressing people up as Batman. And chasing, chasing the, clowns. the clowns. I'll get you, Joker! <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, you hear, hear us, Internet? Make that happen. Why so serious? <laughs> do you want to see my pencil disappear? <laughs> and then you could have people dressed as a penguin running around. That'd be weird, too. Wah, wah. So watch out for clowns. They're out there. Yeah. Apparently this isn't the first time this has I'm happened. I'm surprised there haven't been clown shootings. And if then you, we'll be hearing about Clown Lives creepy, Matter. There's a, a hashtag on Twitter. Uh, let me see if I can find it. If you want to go check out creepy clown stuff. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> that sounds enjoyable. Let's go watch some creepy clowns. Clowns are creepy, the clown. Don't mess around. <laughs> hashtag if I see a clown. I wonder if there's going to be a clown movie coming out and this is all just well, hype. Well, they're doing a re-release uh, of It. Oh, really? Like next a, year. A new cast version or like re-releasing the original? What's It going to be called? <laughs> it doesn't have a name yet. Oh. <laughs> Pennywise the Friendly cl- Clown. Oh, this is people saying what their reactions office. would be oh. to, to a clown. This hashtag. Ooh, this will be the third movie called It. The third, first one was from 1927. <laughs> I don't think that was based on Stephen King. Well, there's novel. that British show, The It Crowd. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> okay. Yes, this is a this new is cast. So, okay, if I see a clown hashtag, is just people posting... Videos of what they would do if they saw a clown. 
Are they wetting themselves and running? Or are they beating it up? There's a funny one. It's like someone confronting the lady from uh, the ring. Or the, is that the ring or the grudge? Oh, grudge, maybe. Huh. <laughs> Ooh, Bill Skarsgård is going to be Pennywise. Was it? He's from Tim Curry Hemlock last Grove. Time? Yeah. Raise your hand if you've seen it. The original? Yeah. <laughs> Not the 20, 1927. I read the book. I've read the book also. I've not either. I don't care to see it. I watched it with this girl that's really scared of it, the movie It. It was like during daylight and she, she'd seen it several times before. So it scared her? And she was still freaked out. It was quite funny. It's not a scary movie. I mean, it's kind of, <laughs> kind of uh, dated. I don't know how you could say that about it. You mean it isn't a scary movie? It was made <laughs> oh 1990 TV miniseries. Yeah, it was a made for TV. Oh, was it? Maybe that's why it wasn't that gr- that scary. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Curry was scarier in Clue. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> They're remaking Clue, I think. Oh. That was everyone's response. Leave it alone. Uh, Clue 2016? Probably. Yeah. Who's the cast? Uh, Ryan Ferris. Fer- I don't know who Julia I've never King, heard of. Shelby Renault. Ronia, I think I've heard of Noah Diggs. Elijah Adams. Noah, oh yeah, Noah Diggs. Uh, Sydney. I thought Noah floated. Bilbrey, Ruben De La Garza Jr. I guess he just share his name. Names Madison so Rosa. <clears throat> Michael Pine. That Chris Pine's brother? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's sad when only two of the people of the cast have pictures next to their names. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. It's just going to be a video of people. So does Mr. Bonnie die in this one? You'll have to just watch it and find out. Then we get to find out that he was killed in the kitchen with a lead pipe by Colonel Mustard? Hopefully. All right, if you guys want to support the Engineerdy Show, go to com and look in the description for the latest episode. And you'll find a link to Amazon.com where you can buy all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, you could even uh, get a copy of it. Yeah, you could. Of what? <laughs> of it. <laughs> uh, it. It supports the show and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Also, check out our t-shirt selection or donate on PayPal. I need to make more t-shirts. Yeah. T-shirts, T-shirts of lies. Wait. What? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a shoebox.
Anyway, to do cons- <coughs> some sure. So I Nothing. watched a movie with my children's <laughs> called Jurassic World. It's awesome movie. Do you have that? No, we red boxed it. Oh, you should have asked me. I have it. You should have vid angeled it. We red boxed it. Okay, oh, so about leave me alone. Do you have a Blu-ray player? I don't know. Do you have no. a player that we watched blue? it on the PS3? That's so, a Blu-ray player. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Well, we didn't watch the Blu-ray version. <gasps> you missed all the detail. Um, I also, with my kids, watched a couple episodes of Star Trek. The first being The Trouble with Tribbles. That's oh. a good one. That was by request. Is that the one where they have the bar scene where... Yes, where they're fighting. Scotty fights and then he's explaining to the captain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then you hit him. <laughs> then did you watch Trials and tribu- Tribulations? Yes. Then we watched the Deep Space Nine oh, episode. Oh, I love that one. Immediately afterwards. It was oh, pretty I want to cool. do that now. Yeah. And that was also by request from the kids. That's a good episode. So that was fun. <clears throat> um, uh, that's all I can think of right now. Okay. I watched the Bill Murray, Melissa McCarthy film, St. Vincent. It was oh, pretty good. We liked it. Was there any grenadines involved? I don't know what that means. <laughs> but if I had An watched it on VidAngel, Car- I would have edited them out. Caribbean... Island nation called St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Oh, no. Sorry, it was a geography joke. It took place in, like, I don't know, Philadelphia or something. Detroit? Um, was Tom Hanks in it? Maybe New York. I don't Tom think Hanks is in York. Philadelphia. I'll look it up. <laughs> All the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's about this lady and her son that move next door to an old crotchety old man, crotchety old Bill Murray, and they end up. Was it? Oh, never mind. I don't think it says where it takes place. Uh, Let's see. Takes place in Saint Vincent and the Grenadines. Where does the movie Saint Vincent take place? Anyways, it was pretty good. You know, it's supposed to. Be kind of a tearjerker at the end. Although I had just started a war with the Americans, and so mm. it steeled me against their heart heartstring tugging. You're busy nuking sentimentality. I I don't nuke. Oh, that's right, you don't nuke. I hate being nuked. So mm. like that's why I always nuke there. first. Suitcase nukes. Mm. I nuke them back to the Stone Age, so then they can't nuke me. No, because <laughs> then I get SDI. I do. We're talking about Civ two. <laughs> I do. I have like rules of uh, engagement. You know how hunting there's fair game rules. Well, so you just nuke their city and then drop a paratrooper in there. Instant, instantly yours. Then yeah. you just have to go in and clean it up. It's too easy. <laughs> it's not that easy. I like taking them over with tanks. I like taking oh. them with spies. I like buying cities. Yeah, that's mm. too easy. Also, I t- just take cities with hundreds and hundreds of archers. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I should try that anyways it's good uh, yeah uh, the other things I watched were the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black 
Is oh, that is good? that any good? Yeah, it was really good. You used to read the books, right? You were of that age? Um, um, maybe. You were a little young for me. I was too old for that. I may have read a few when I was younger, but... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's... If you have like read the books, maybe you would recognize some of the characters in it. Because the premise is the movie has the author of the Goosebumps books in it. Oh. And he has all the books, like his typed original manuscripts, and they're all locked up. Because if you open it, then the villain from the book comes out. <clears throat> and oh, of course. Does villainous that things. With my books too. I make sure when I write a book that I don't make that make let I that don't happen. Write villains. So yeah, it was really good. It's about this kid that moves in next door to R.L. Stein, who's the author of Goosebumps. And accidentally releases all the Goosebumps villains, and then they have to deal with it. It was good. Uh, we finished The Walking Dead Season 6, which is the last season that's on Netflix. The next season is currently airing, I believe. Oh, I haven't started watching that one yet. I'm like on 5, I think. It's pretty good. They're living <laughs> in this town, and they're dealing with other groups, and... Some crazy stuff happens, and there's it's a good season. I like it. It ends on a huge cliffhanger, though. It's like, mm. oh my gosh. So, yeah. Um, so, remember last week I talked about this horrible t- Voyager episode where mm-hmm. there's time travel involved? Yes. Well, the next episode was really good. It was all about the emergency medical hologram doctor. Mm-hmm. Can and you have the video angel just get rid of the captain? <laughs> <laughs> well, she she wasn't in it too much because um, the doctor... So Starfleet figures out a way that once a month they can send messages to Voyager. And Was this message in a bottle episode? Message in uh, I don't, a bottle. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay, anyway, go ahead and keep explaining it. And... They find out that the guy that programmed the emergency medical hologram is dying. Oh, okay. And That's a different the doctor thinks that his experience with an alien disease in the Delta Quadrant could help save him. Hmm. So he has his program transferred to the Jupiter station where the doctor is. So it has um, Lieutenant Barkley is in it. Right. Deanna Troy shows up. Mm-hmm. It was a really good episode. I liked it. Were her and Barkley together? No. So it was not in a holodeck then? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of my favorite Voyager episode, Message in a Bottle, where um, they transport the Doctor to a Starfleet vessel using a, some alien's um, grid thing. And it turns out that the... Um, the ship has been taken over by Romulans, oh, and oh, he yeah, works with one. the other emergency hologram played by um, Andy, Andy Dick. Dick. Yeah, that was really <laughs> good. I'd say that one was probably better than this one, but this one was really good. It wasn't like a humorous... Right. It was just really well... The, it was a good plot. It's called Lifeline, and it is episode 24 of season 6. Well, and Dwight Schultz is you know, fun to see show up as Barkley. Is that yeah. the grandson of the guy that draws the Peanuts cartoon? No. Well, maybe. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't say that. 
Um, so you get to pl- see uh, Ridge. You get to see the doctor. What's that actor's name? Robert Picardo playing two characters, and mm. one of them is, <clears throat> is the human programmer, and he's really crotchety. Crotchety, yeah. Uh, let's see. I really like That's Dwight Schultz. Dwight Schultz. I saw him at uh, Comic Con a few years ago. He was look like him. awesome. I guess it is. Anyways, well, he's sixty-eight now. Hmm. 68? Get a rope. It's older than me. Oh. I'm glad you picked it up. Anyways, yeah, it was a good episode, so they can pull off good episodes. Yeah. But then you get other episodes right next to them that are so bad, it's like, oh my gosh, who wrote this (laughs) piece of garbage? Anywho, that's it. I only watched a few things. Of course. So today I watched Magnificent Seven. Is that the new movie? Yes. Is that good? It is good. Is it a I sequel? I saw that Chris Pratt was no. in it, and I'm like, I want to see It's a remake. That. It's a remake. A oh, remake of, of Three Amigos. Three Amigos <laughs> <laughs> actually was a, a spoof kind of right. on Magnificent, original Magnificent Seven, which was it had based Denzel on Denzel Washington, Samurai, it had or Ethan Hawke, it had, um, like you said, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Huh. It had. This other guy, this lady. The only thing I didn't buy about it was the main female lead. Mm-hmm. Her dress was not believable for what time period they were in. Oh, it was like almost off the shoulders and kind of really low cut. Showed a lot of cleavage. I was like, farmer's wife would not wear that. She would be burned to a crisp for spending all day out in the sun. Hmm. But it was good. I liked it a lot. It was very good. Oh, it had uh, D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Saint Vincent D'Onofrio. Hey, him and Chris Pratt were both in Jurassic World. (gasps) Yes, they were. Weird. Kooky. So I recommend it. It was good. It's two hours and 20 minutes long. I've been wanting to see it. Oh, yeah. Byung Hoon Lee. Or Bun. I can't see. Byung Hoon Lee. Was it? And Haley Bennett. Is that the main lead? I don't know. It says Emma Cullen, so she's yeah. one of the vampires. That's the main one. From Twilight. And Shooks. Jerry Mathers as the beaver. Yes. Oh, wait. Just kidding. Huh. So where did you watch this? Theater. Oh, it's in the theater, it in theater right, now. right now? It's in the theaters <clears throat> right now. Ooh. 9-23-16. Okay. Cool. I don't think I've seen the original. I haven't either. Oh, it's good. 7.2 out of 10. It's good to watch a good western. I don't know. You don't see them that often. Like Cowboys and Aliens? Right. Okay. Oh, I I thought that was a James Bond movie. Just kidding. It was. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it comes between... Uh, the comes right thing. before Skyfall. No, no, no. It's the f- fourth Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> the Indiana Jones. I thought they Jones, had a fourth Indiana Jones. James Bond <laughs> mashup. <laughs> I don't think they did. <laughs> No, I like that one, actually. The Crystal Skull. Um, then I finished the series, I think, Ripper Street. <gasps> but it's so supernatural. <laughs> what? Ripper Street's not supernatural no, at all. The, the Crystal Skull. Oh. <laughs> it's not any weirder than a face-melting artifact or... Right. A, Being able to rip someone's heart out. Or an 800-year-old knight. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, go something. ahead. Ripper Street. Ripper Street. No, that happened. It's only three seasons. I got... That's a great, well-acted... Um, show I liked it a lot. Hmm. 
Um, I recommend that one too. Okay. Um, it's British, but there's an American in it. So, Crikey. is an American played by a British guy? No, I think oh. there's two Americans that are both. Are you sure? Scottish? Uh, I think there's some Scottish Welsh. people. There might be some Welsh. Ethiopian. I don't think there's Ethiopians. I didn't oh. see any. And then the next one I watched was a documentary called L Street, 1976. Oh, and this was we'll say L Street. L Street. I'm sorry. Oh, L's Tree. I don't know how it's pronounced. 1976. It's a documentary where they interview the um, small bit players from or actors from Star Wars. Oh, so like the Chawas? No. So you got like uh, Greedo. Oh. Um, they actually had David Prowse being interviewed quite a bit. Hmm. He's the guy that played the body of Darth Vader. Right. Um, they had the stormtrooper, you know, stormtroopers of different kinds. They had um, some of the X-wing pilots. Cool. And then not only talked about their experience with that, they kind of talked about their life experience and how they got kind of got into acting a little bit. Um, it's quite interesting. Huh. I recommend it as well. I learned some stuff I didn't know. Um, it's pretty good. A lot of funny stories in there about Star Star Wars. Like my one of my favorites, one of the actors that played a couple different roles, but one of them he was in the crowd of people that are marching past when they're going to go get their um, medals at the end. <clears throat> oh, and he was the same age as uh, Mark Hamill, and they kind of were hanging out quite a bit during the movie filming, and. Um, then the scene they told everyone to have their visors down on their helmets and he wanted his face to be in the movie so <laughs> at the last second he quickly put his visor up nice well when Mark Hamill was marching past him and he had his hands behind his back while he was marching or walking forward and he noticed his friend had his visor up so he's giving him obscene hand gestures behind his back <laughs> and the guy like laughed and made him move enough that his visor came down and hit his nose and nice. caused him to start bleeding does it show his visor fall in the movie? No, I don't think oh. so. Another one, there was a guy that um, was one of the many people to claim this, but claimed to be the stormtrooper that hits his head on the door oh. at the top in like the very first part of the movie. Yeah. And he said that he, you know, it was hard to see in those masks, it was hard to breathe. He was distracted and he hit his head. And he kept, he waited for a second to see if someone was going to say cut, but no one did. So he figured he was out of the shot. But he wasn't. <laughs> so that's funny. It's pretty funny. It currently cool. gets quite uh, competitive at the uh, Star Wars conventions with some of these smaller actors mm. and getting disgruntled when they're an actor and this extra shouldn't be getting signing <laughs> autographs and taking people away from my that's funny money for my autographs. Whatever. But um, it's interesting to listen to David Prowse's point of view of the rift that come between him and Lucas films. Hmm. Um, so I recommend it. It's good. It's on Netflix. Cool. Oh, so is Ripper street in case you're wondering. And then I watched another documentary called Raiders, the story of the greatest fan film ever made. And starting in 1982, these two friends, I think they were seven years old. They'd just seen, um, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And so they decided they were going to make their own fan, fan film where they're going to recreate it shot for shot. Oh. And what's amazing is the first part they started doing this, it was based off of the memory of this kid that would seen it once because they didn't have 
rentals and right. there was right. no internet. And he got pretty close on most of them. I, they showed some of the pictures of some of his early shot breakdowns. Huh. But they completed it in their seven years except for one scene. And this documentary was them bringing him back together to complete the movie by doing this last scene. Hmm. It's kind of interesting because it was out of order and the actors' ages. It's the kids acting it yeah. and their friends. Um, <laughs> one of the funny stories in it was they actually had to stop filming for a short while because their parents just found out or saw it. They'd taken their footage for one of their shots to the school to use the editing equipment. <laughs> and somebody there saw it and told their parents because they had lit one of the kids on fire. <laughs> <laughs> they poured gasoline all over it. I mean, you had a heavy jacket on, lots of layers, and they poured right. gasoline on them and had lit them on fire. And after the <laughs> shot, the kid that was supposed to run brush him with the blanket would like put it on and take it off and put it on and take it off and it was just flaming, fan, fanning the blanket. <laughs> nice. So one of the kids finally knocked him to the ground and, and smothered it. <laughs> but the, the funny thing about that caused them to have to stop for a while until the kids um, convinced a friend of one of their dads who was an actor and like a small act, actor and things that he would be their adult supervision. <clears throat> well, he, he was probably more dangerous than, than <laughs> not having adult supervision because they did the scene with the where the bar burns down. Yeah. Uh, and he was still like, oh, I need more flame over here. And they're <laughs> actually putting, you know, things that would burn quickly and lots of flame, but not do much damage uh. onto the walls of some building. <laughs> um, but their moms are like, yeah, most of the time, you know, we didn't even know what they were doing. They were just out doing wow. what they did. And um, I think the stepdad, one of the kids was like the owner of a local TV station. So they got video equipment Oh, and cool. So they spent all their allowance and all their summers putting this movie together. Um, hmm. Another really cool story is there was a film. Um, I don't know what do you call it, but they this organization put together this um, thing where you go watch movies that are hard not seen very often, like hard to find movies. Oh, I think this was before the internet too, probably. No, it wasn't. It was a. Uh, probably before the internet was so full of videos, but their final thing they're going to do is to show the uh, Two Towers movie, I think, which hadn't been released in the theaters yet. Oh. But they, someone had gotten a hold of these kids' VHS tape and gave it to the guys like, you got to check this out. This is, <laughs> you know, there's no copies of this. This is the only thing you would ever seen. And they put it up on the screen. Everyone's there ready to watch it. And uh, this one guy that was there, they interviewed, it's like, yeah, it starts up. You're like, oh, this is, kids doing a recreation of Raiders of the Lost Ark. This is kind of cool. He's like, oh, this is this is shot for shot. This is... <laughs> and then it got to the point that it was like, they only watched, I mean, it's the whole movie, but they got like 20 or 30 minutes into it and they had to stop because it was now time to show the two towers and they right. turned it off and they got booze. <laughs> and everyone there knew that they were going to show this other movie and people right. were like, we are talking amongst ourselves saying, well, we do want to see it, but it's going to be on the feeders. This will never be shown anywhere ever again. <laughs> so I think they restarted it and said, nice. watch the rest of the movie. Huh, that's cool. Um, after they did the final um, shot that they showed in the documentary, these guys had split apart and hadn't seen each other in like 25 years. Huh. Um, after that, it got so that, um, what's his name? Steven Spielberg called them or had one of his guys call them and say, I want to meet with you guys. Wow. 
and they You're met with in him. trouble. No, just kidding. <laughs> they met with him. He told them that he that he heard about what they were doing, and mm-hmm. they inspired him. Oh, cool. And I was thinking about it, and that's why he made Indiana Jones Four. No, yeah. Spielberg didn't make a movie where there's teenagers making a movie. Oh yeah, Super Eight. Super Eight. Oh, I saw that. I'm wondering if that. I'm, I'd like to look at the timeline and when all this yeah. happened. Yeah, maybe he did inspire them to make that movie. Huh. But it was interesting. One of the guys in it that is interesting. The friends had a job that he was taking too much time off work, and he actually they showed in the documentary a conversation he had with his boss, where he's trying to beg for just two more days to shoot. Mm. And the guy's like, "All right, I give you this these last two days, but this is it, and you've got to come back and prove to me that you actually care about this job." <laughs> wow. So it was good. I recommend that one too. Huh. Also on Netflix. Okay. All right. And that's my consumption. <clears throat> I know that we'll find a cure for it. Yeah. to this earlier but when i was digging through my box of old stuff i found a board game that i had created back when i was in high school is it u.s risk it's u.s risk i've got a, i should pull it out and we should try playing it yeah that'd be fun sometime <laughs> um my other nerd cred um this has to do with a dream i had the other night <laughs> so in the dream for some reason i was moving to pennsylvania Dutch country. And I was going to be living in this apartment complex with a bunch of other people. With no electricity. No electricity. <laughs> but when I got there, um, I discovered that my roommate was going to be Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cool. But it was funny because in the dream... You didn't realize he was dead? Well, I didn't think about him being dead in the dream. But in the dream, I'm like, oh, hi, Leonard. I met you last year at a Comic-Con. I've never met him before, but <laughs> in my dreams backstory, I had met him before. That's funny. That's and funny. then I found out why they stuck me with him as my roommate, because he we both have pointy liked to ears. talk a lot, and he was kind of annoying to the other people. <laughs> the, the, the He's always singing about, Bilbo, Bilbo. <laughs> no, there was... There was no Bilbo saying? There was... We've broken him. It would have been a nightmare if that happened. <laughs> Wake anyway. up in a cold sweat. Oh no, not the, the Bilbo, Bilbo song. song. Anyway, that was 
That was pretty cool. I got to hang out with Leonard Nimoy in my dream. That is cool. I couldn't think of a nerd cred. I'm sorry. Disappointing, I know. So I took my son to the dentist today. And so instead of playing on my phone like I normally do, I grabbed a binder and a pen. And I sat and was contemplating and thinking about a new book idea. NaNoWriMo is coming up quick. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to write a book. Oh, um, well, you got a few weeks to decide. Actually, thinking about this while I was in the U-Haul truck with Mr. Pold last night on the way home a little bit. Um, but I'm kind of excited about it. Cool. I don't know if I want to split over anything about it. It's mostly about Bilbo and Nemo. Nimoy. Mostly, mostly <laughs> Leonard about Leonard Nemo and Bilbo's friendship. Aliens stealing... <laughs> human souls to power their automatons oh yeah and one discovering that he uh, and then i thought they already do that that happened to me once they don't intend this to happen but he's able to take over his automaton your soul is mine that's the basics of it cool sounds like fun is this because you were watching robot overlords (laughs) no oh (laughs) (coughs) trying to think of something nerdy i did you went to work yeah. Even non-nerds do that, though. Oh. Do they? I did wake up several days this week thinking, I could just call in. They don't need me. And then I went to work anyways. And they ended up needing you? Well, they always need me. But Yeah. You're need- needful. You should tell them you don't appreciate neck rubs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that everybody knows my personality is not. You said they need you. Oh, at least they didn't need I'm you not... in the groin. <laughs> yeah. With their knee. That's that that's the joke the, I was making. That is implied in the verb name. Yeah. Need. Well, I first, I realized that it might I need it with my elbow. sound worse <laughs> than what I was trying to. No. Need, yeah, needing your. Yeah, if you're going with the same. Never mind. The same needing the that he was using. Yes. All right. Somebody that... might perceive it as a different kind of joke. Do you guys know the actor that played uh, Admiral Akbar played one of the Carrie Elwes? Just no, kidding. <laughs> one of the weird, creepy guys in um, Dark Crystal. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Kooky. Spooky. I haven't All seen that in a long time. What Adam's family? <laughs> no, I've seen that recently. Oh really? The TV show, the or movie? movie. Oh, I was thinking the one the where they get show. moved into the hotel. Uh, I don't know. It was the one well, with Christopher Lloyd him. and... Uh, People go this guy's a good him. job at that. What's her face? Eva Longoria. Chris... Tucker. Brinkley. No. Chris Tucker? What's that girl's name that oh. plays Wednesday? I don't know. Christina Ricci? I have no idea. Anyways. Nuts as the bell struck midnight Shared a stranger's kiss and something seemed to spark Lost her friends and walked for hours Shared a bottle of red wine in the park Then the sun rose We were still talking Said you felt cold Took your hands and led the way home. 
to cure coffee black like mine I said I've never had a date this way Sharing breakfast without staying the night My head was screaming I should ask you to stay Then the phone rang I let it ring out You said you had to go The moment was gone Let's go on and feedback uh, we got an email from Rachel that I discussed earlier. Sweet. Uh, on Facebook. Vid Angel. We got stuff on Facebook from Matthew from Passersby Podcast. Thanks, Matthew. Uh, Neil Orangepeel and Rob are British fans. Thanks for looking out. And our siblings, Rachel and Master Zed. So thanks, guys. Um, on Twitter... Uh, Matthew from Passersby said, if you like that video game movie, check out Sword Art Online. It's on Netflix. My kids have seen that. They've tried to tell me to do it. Do it. I don't know if I want to get inundated with... Um, More anime Anime recommendations. <laughs> you watch one anime movie on Netflix, they think that's all you want to watch. Uh, hmm. Watch on your kid's account. <laughs> yeah, that's a good... I just watched it on my wife's account. She loves that. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, honey. Uh, our, Who's watching a Marvel movie on my account? Oh, that was me. Oh. You can go in there and delete them off the... That's what I told her. Okay. Hmm. Um, our other Twitter things were from Mike and Tony, which <clears throat> is a podcast. Hey, yo, Mike. And hey, yo, Tony. a show called This Moment in Time. It's great. This magic moment. As well as a show called Talk Nerdy to Me. Our non-US page view leader this week was United Kingdom again. Yay! Ux. Go UK! Go Ux. It was <clears throat> I'm a fan of your films. Someone in London. Ooh. Ooh, At least that's what the website ooh, told me. A dairy that could be London Dairy Air. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you want to contact the show, send an email like Rachel did to engineerdyshow at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook. Just search for The Engine Nerdy Show. And on Twitter, we're at Engine Nerdy Show. Oh, I need to release our next uh, nerd letter. Ooh. Yeah, you do. Go to the website, EngineNerdyShow.com, and sign up to receive DVD's newsletter. While you're there, you can support the show by clicking through the Amazon link in the show description to do your sh- online shopping. You can also buy a t-shirt. Oh, I need a picture of you in your t-shirt. new t-shirt. I put it on Facebook. Okay. I will find it then. Um, you can also support the show by making a PayPal donation. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. 
Most guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so, you've seen it all before Stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Went to a dance Looking for romance Saw Barbara Ann So I thought I'd take a chance Barbara Ann Barbara Ann she got me rocking and a rolling, rocking and a ringing, bobberin, bobberin, bobberin. Most guitars are made of trees with some metal for the strings and some frets and tuny things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.